Hi, Valorous Soldiers. I'm your host, Crystal Display, and welcome back to another podcast where we're all about sisterhood, spiritual, and personal lifestyle development in an everyday woman. I hope you enjoy. Stay tuned. Hi, Valorous Soldiers, so welcome back to another episode. So today is testimony time, and I'll be sharing with you my story, how I overcame depression and anxiety uh, while I was in university. So it's, you know, this topic is quite a touchy topic, but um, I just feel like, you know, today is the day that it will be, you know, we'll be talking about it today. Um, to just share my experience overall i just hope you guys you know hold on to your seat you know grab yourself um, a cup of tea or cold beverage whichever and let's jump into it so it started I would say in second year because first year I was I was alright. Second year is when it all went down. Um, second year, uh, of course, um, throughout my whole um, course, I've been a Christian. I've been a Christian from when I was 15 years old. So you know, but there was one point in second year where I used to say, oh, um, my life suck. Uh, my, like, basically, I'm just keeps, I keep saying stuff like, oh, my life is not great, my life is not great. And it's like, the more I say it, it's the more I started to believe it. So um, in second year now, there was a point where I just, I just stopped. I just stopped praying. I stopped reading my Bible. I did not want to, I did not want to have nothing to do with God and I just stopped and of course if you're a Christian you know that once you stop praying you stop talking to God you're not building anything you're not building a relationship with God and you're just stagnant and your Christian life becomes physically and spiritually dead and you're not growing in Christ if that makes sense so if you start doing all those things it's just like you're stagnant in your walk so of course um, because I wasn't doing that at that time um, the devil uses that he used that as a opportunity um, to mess with me so just didn't want to do anything I was, it's like I was yeah, it was as if I was mad or upset with God and um, yeah so anyway fast forward um, I was working and the the care home that I used to work in um, there were different like cultures and stuff so there were Muslims and there were Christians and and clients as well they were Muslim and Christian clients and we were working together um, so there was one uh, particular client that was a Christian and she wanted to go to church and of course I was the only one um, on shift that was a Christian so I used so they asked me to take her to church and stuff like that and that's how I started going 
back to church otherwise I wouldn't have been working I was always working I didn't have time to go to church so anyway I would take the client to church every Sunday um, and I'll be at the back folded my arms like this and I was like oh god this is a Methodist church and I was like I was, I was it was this, as if my heart was hardened towards God and I was mad and upset with him and um, yeah so anyway, as I kept going to church, taking her to church, I started to just listen. But um, before that had happened, um, it was as if I had mental battles. Like, I would hear negative voices. I don't know. It, it's going to sound crazy, I know. And I'm sure I'm not the only one that experienced this. But it, it was as if I hear negative voices every single day day and was patronizing me um, so after I went to the church and I started to listen and God just no I started to get gave back interest um, I just recommitted my life to God um, and even though I, I recommitted my life it was I was not I was reading the Bible I wasn't studying the Bible so as a Christian reading the bible is not really going to get you anywhere you need to study the bible take time and understand the bible so anyway i back then i was just reading the bible and i and when it comes to the bible i wasn't really i was wasn't really motivated to read it um i was just reading it because i i just felt guilty that i didn't read it one day so i used to do that um so anyway reading the bible i was praying but not really um, praying and it was just not a solidified Christian life praying and reading and studying the Bible and I wasn't fasting I wasn't doing any of that and I just was not growing as a Christian I was I would consider myself back then as a dead dead spiritually dead Christian because I was not doing any of that um, so yeah so even though, so once I started going to the church again and, I, you know, um, I recommitted my life to God, um, the, the mental battles, it didn't go away. It kept, it kept going. So um, in university, I would hear negative voices saying, your, your life is worthless, um, you know, you're not going to be anything. Um, at one point, it even I knew it was not me because I'm not I'm not the one to be saying oh ki I don't believe in killing yourself. So it was even saying um, kill yourself. Like there's no point to life. Like why why are you living? And I was like, and I was a bit. I was like, I thought I was. I'm not gonna lie. I thought I was losing my mind because it sounds crazy. I know it sounds crazy, but. I'm not, I'm not even going to swear on God, but all I'm saying is, this is what I experienced. And it, it kept on going up until that I said, no, I need to, I need to do something about this. So, um, I started, I started praying more. I started trying to study the Bible more. Um, I made sure that I fasted once a week. And as soon as I started doing those things, um, it was still there, but it wasn't as the negative voices weren't as loud. The, neg the negative voices 
were not as loud as they were before so yeah so after i passed university now um with flying colors i passed through it it just there was another voice negative voice that says oh because i got married afterwards after uni and it was as if the negative voice was saying oh your marriage is gonna fail and i said you know what i so when you read the bible you tend you tend to have you, you now know that okay as christians god has given us the authority to speak against um negativity and if you hear something that is not in accordance to god's word you have the authority to say the blood of jesus against you so when i hear that now instead of me listening to it and entertaining it i started saying the blood of jesus is against you when i would when i would have dreams about um me failing i would say the blood of jesus Would you like to join a community of women that actually supports you personally, spiritually, and emotionally? Then go ahead and check out our website, which is womenofmightyvaluaministry.com. We cater to your personal and spiritual development as a woman through our various events and retreats. We pray and fast on a weekly basis as a group and interceding for others. We uplift and encourage each other in Christ as well through our WhatsApp group or also via Google Meets. We are a community of women who empowers and support you emotionally in Christ. And we also host various virtual events retreats and challenges every single month in order to cater to your personal and spiritual development if you're interested in that then go ahead and check out directly our website which is womenofmightyvaluarministry.com I had a dream that my dad was saying that I was gonna fail but I knew I knew that my dad my physical dad would never have said that so I knew it was the devil disguising himself as my dad telling me that I was gonna fail. I was never gonna be a nurse and I said the minute I, I, I saw he said that in my dream I said the blood of Jesus against you and literally the dream just switched and that's how I figured I noticed the tactics of the devil the Bible said um, if you read the Bible the Bible always say that um, as, as well I'll find it uh, in the scripture um, I'll put the scripture on the screen but the Bible says that the devil comes to kill steal and destroy and that's his plan that is his tactics and once i realized his toxic tactics i said you know what i need to i need to be in god i need to like hold on to god and i need to like yeah i well, me and god need to be like this so yeah he he does not satan does not want anyone to prosper in his life in our life in this life he doesn't want us to be successful he does not he does not want any of that he doesn't even want us to be happy he doesn't want us to be joyful he he wants us to be sad miserable and want to kill ourselves and join him and and join him and his demons in hell that's it that's what he wants he wants us to 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 um, not be prosperous in life, not be happy, 
and God God wants the opposite of what Satan wants. God wants us to be happy. He cares about our future. He cares about our um, ambitions. He cares about everything, you know. Um, so once I realized, so not only that, I realized as as I grow um, throughout my Christian life that um, the devil tends he starts with the mind and once you I, I don't know how to say it, but once you once you conquer the mind you conquer the body so the devil attacks the mind and once you start believing that whatever the lies and whatever things that the mind is saying that's that that's what comes out in reality so the devil attacks the mind first and then um Con- that that's how we control he tried to control us and control our lives so anyway what i'm trying to say is that throughout my journey from 2016 to 2018 he's been trying tactics saying that oh so 2017 2016 was about oh i'm gonna fail so after i passed my university he tried something else i got married he said oh your marriage is gonna fail then he tried um when i was pregnant oh your baby's gonna die um then he tried um he just kept he keeps trying stuff basically (laughs) that's what i'm trying to say no matter what as long as you're for god the devil is gonna want to try stuff against you fight against you so what i'm trying to say is that i have overcome depression because i was depressed in second year i was low down and i was so depressed and i was saying that i was depressed i didn't want to talk to god i didn't want to do nothing with god i over i overcame that i overcame anxiety i mean sometimes i'm a bit i'm like anxious or worried but that's when I started to just, I would just pray about it and then I, that would go away. So I'm here to share my story that I have overcame those things. That literally it was, it, it almost consumed my life. How I overcame um, all these trials um, was through praying. I pray, I try to pray daily. I try to pray and I pray to God daily. So God, you know, just communicate. It, Praying is just talking to God. Um, so I do that daily. Um, reading the Bible, not just reading, studying the Bible. Studying the Bible. If you can't study the Bible, the whole Bible, I tend to focus on one book. And once I finish a book, I move to another book. So for this month, I've been. Um, studying proverbs and i'm still studying proverbs i just take my time slowly one chapter a day i try to do so yeah reading and studying the bible help you overcome um all these things um fasting so fasting is a is about going without food or water but there are different type of fasting there is water fast where it's just you can drink water and you can and no eating um or you can do the complete strict fasting where you you do no water no no food for a certain period of time a period of time i would fast probably about four hours um yeah um once a week and since i've been doing that i've been i've been strengthened spiritually um as well and that's how i hear from god when i fast um so 
prayer, fasting, um, reading and studying the Bible and just focusing on Jesus, making Jesus the pinnacle of your life. If Jesus is here and you're down here, that's good. Because Jesus is before you. He walks before you and he, he's guiding you. And that's how we need to live a life for Christ. He needs to be before us. Um, the Bible says in Matthew that we need to put God first. Seek his kingdom first. And everything that we need will come after. So I'm just here to say that I'm not judging anyone who has depression. I'm not here to do any of that i'm just sharing my story that you are not alone that i've gone through it that you can overcome it um with god with god on your side you can overcome it Alright guys, so these are the four steps to be saved. So I'm just going to, you know, share the gospel and the good news, um, you know, the need for Jesus. So the first stage is hearing the word of God, which is the gospel. And the gospel is about Jesus Christ. The fact that, um, you know, one man that was created by God, you know, the first man was Adam and he, he disobeyed God and so sin came into the world sin entered the world and sin is when you break god's law and that separated us from god and so god had to find another way in order to bridge that gap um you know to prevent that separation between us and him and so he decided to send his only son jesus christ to die on the cross for that sin because the the payment for sin was death that was the payment for sin. And so God said, all right, I'm going to send my only son, Jesus, to die on the cross for the world one time and, you know, bridge that gap. And so he sent his only son to die on the cross. And he now, he, you know, God raised him up from the dead and he lives again. So, you know, that is what it's all about. You know, when you read in the New Testament, um, it explains everything. But yeah, that is the good news. Then number two, in order to be saved, you need to believe in the word. And when you read in John, it says that the, the word is referring to Jesus. So all you need to do is believe in Jesus. Believe that he died and he rose again from the dead. And that's what Romans 10 verse 9 to 10 says. Um, and then number four is repenting of your sins. And when you repent, it means to turn away from your old ways. So your old ways of living the way you used to live before you know God, you, you're going to turn away from that. And how do you like, how do you turn away from that? So it's just you simply asking God, praying to God and asking him, look, God, I'm sorry. You know, I'm a sinner. I'm sorry that I've wronged you. Um, forgive me of my sins and cleanse me from every unrighteousness and just tell him that look i receive your son jesus christ into my life and from this day forth i want to live for you i want to serve you with all of my heart my mind my body my soul like everything that i do god i want to do it for you from today so that is how that's what it means to turn away from your sin you're acknowledging god that you're, you're not you're acknowledging the need for jesus into your life 
And then the final stage is baptism, you know. So baptism is so important because it symbolizes, you know, when you... So it's not the sprinkle of water, but it is the total submerge in water. You know, I think a lot of people um say in, in the controversy saying that, oh, when you eat, if you baptize as a baby, does that count? I don't think it counts because at the end of the day, when you hear God's word, you need to be able to understand it and understand what the gospel is all about you know but if you do understand it i'm not saying that young people or young a child cannot understand god's word if you understand the need and the gospel the need for the gospel then you know then that counts but the baptism i'm talking about is not the sprinkle but the submerge into water and that needs to be done by a pastor an ordained pastor and so Jesus commands us in the New Testament that you need to be baptized in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. That's what you need to be baptized in. Um, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. And that's what Jesus said, you know. So, yeah, so those are the four stages in how to be a Christian. It's not that hard. I don't know why people, you know, misinterpret what does it mean to actually be a Christian. You know, being a Christian is, is not just about going to church every Sunday. It's not about that. It's about the relationship that you have with God like that's what it's all about your relationship with God and in order to have a relationship God you know in order to have a personal relationship with God it is it starts with Jesus you know the Bible says that Jesus is the only way there's no other way to be saved there's no other way to get to heaven there's no other way to be with God but through his only son Jesus Christ that's how you can be saved that's how you guarantee your spot in heaven that's how you become a Christian through having a personal relationship with God by accepting his son, Jesus Christ, into your life. That's it. Nothing else. Um. Alright guys, so just before I wrap up this episode, here are some life gems. So here are three practical steps in overcoming depression and anxiety. So tip number one is definitely go on prayer and fasting. Like prayer and fasting really, really helps. You know, when you go back in the story um, in, in the Gospels, Matthew 17, verse 21, and especially Mark 9, verse 14 to 29, you know, the, they're the same story talking about um, the demon that was within the boy. And the demon wasn't able to come out of the boy except through prayer and fasting. Jesus himself said, it says, the scripture says, um, Mark 9, um, in Mark 9 verse 29, it says, Jesus answered, that kind of spirit can be forced only with prayer and fasting. So if prayer and fasting can cast out a demon out of a boy, then it can also cast out um, depression and anxiety from your life. So that is the power of prayer and fasting. And it's so ironic that, you know, some scriptures, some of the, some Bibles that I've seen, you know, it's, uh, for example, the NIV, um, they, they completely take out the word fasting 
And Jesus himself commands us as Christians to fast. You know, while he's not here at this moment, we need to fast. But when he comes, we don't need to fast. Um, you know, when you read the scriptures, but to find out more information in regards to fasting, check out episode 17, why do Christians need to fast? What is fasting really? That that will give you a full information in regards to fasting. But yes, I 100% guarantee recommend fasting because it really, everything that you're struggling um, sin-wise, fasting breaks that. Uh, tip number two is literally just talking to someone who is um, a professional, you know, a pro either a professional therapist or a counselor. And, you know, as because you're a Christian, it's, you know, recommended to talk to a Christian therapist or a Christian counselor. So there's two recommendations. There is FHL counseling on Instagram. You can directly contact them on their Instagram. Um, she does counseling. And there's also a website is called faithfulcounseling.com. And those two counseling um, counselors that I've referred, they're both Christians. So they share the same value. And I think it'll be, you know, easier to relate because of the same background um, of belief. So yeah, talking to somebody really helps. It helps you dissect what actually is the issue. It helps, you know, counseling has been looked down upon, but it's actually quite helpful in regards to debunking um, or what, you know, finding out the triggers to depression and anxiety and how to overcome it, you know, like having you know they will show you the steps in our in order to overcome steps to take in order to overcome um depression and anxiety so i highly recommend i'm going to someone to talk to you know a therapist or a counselor you know there's um you know especially during a pandemic you know online counseling is the way to go and then the final tip is um, joining a community of women that are like-minded. Of course, I'm going to recommend Women of Mighty Valor Ministry. That is the reason why we even created this ministry because as the founder, I've personally went through depression and anxiety. And because of loneliness, I, you know, I didn't have anyone to support me um, emotionally around me. So that was why also, Women of Mighty Valor Ministry was birthed because I wanted to support women out there, you know, remind them that you're not alone. Whatever you're going through, you have a community behind you, praying for you, uplifting you, encouraging you on a daily basis. And that's what Women of Mighty Valor Ministry is about. So if you're interested, um, you can directly contact us on our website, which is womenofmightyvalorministry.com. Or you can message us on Instagram, which is Women of Mighty Valor Ministry. Um, you know, information is down in the show notes. But as I said, this ministry we're all about offering advice and prayer, um, especially emotional support. That's why we have been birthed as well, because we're here to back you in prayer. We're here to advise you whatever time of day. You know, if just message us um, directly and we will get back to you as soon as possible. But yes, this is why we're here to support, you know. Mm -hmm.